0: You are listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today I want to talk about a very important habit which is creating motivation. Note that I said creating motivation rather than getting motivated and that's because motivation is not something that you get and it's not something that anybody else can give you or make you get. It's something that you must ultimately create within yourself And so rather than try to overcome your lack of motivation, I'm going to invite you to shift your focus onto what you can do, which is to create motivation and to habitualize it, to make motivation a habit. So what is motivation? Well, motivation is simply your willingness to act or to take action. And it's created when you realise that the pain of not doing something is greater than the pain of actually doing it. For example, the pain of not earning money far outweighs the discomfort of finding the courage to do promotional talks in public and make offers to potential clients. And the discomfort of being overweight or having a wardrobe of too tight clothes is a greater motivator than the inconvenience of preparing healthy food or going to the gym. So in other words, when we weigh up the pros and cons of change, a cost-benefit analysis if you like, then we can easily see the risk versus the reward and it becomes easier to make some decisions on what you're going to do. And then you cross that mental threshold and the motivation appears. The secret to motivation is actually this, that it usually comes after you've taken action, not before. Think of the last time you ate a healthy breakfast. It felt good, right? You felt proud of yourself. So you felt motivated to do it again. You can also create motivation by talking yourself into things and thinking positive thoughts and being inspired by other people. And it's useful to create your thoughts like this anyway, but also know that it's the actual doing of the thing that is as important for motivating yourself as the thinking is. You need to train yourself to make thinking and doing around motivation a habit. So I want to talk about two types of motivation now and you might have heard of the terms extrinsic motivation and intrinsic motivation. Extrinsic motivation is somewhat coerced. It's where your motivation relies on other things or situations or other people. If you've done Gretchen Rubin's Obliger Tendency, sorry, Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies quiz, and you are an obliger tendency, then know that external factors are probably going to be a big part of what creates motivation for you. On the other hand, intrinsic motivation is more powerful because it comes from within and it only relies on you and it can be freely chosen at any time. When you create your own motivation, you are truly in charge of your own life. You're more likely to feel self-actualized, in control, like you're living your authentic best life. And if on that tendency quiz you are a questioner or a rebel tendency, then intrinsic motivation is a strong part of who you are and how you operate. But regardless, no matter what your tendency, we can all create that intrinsic motivation, that motivation that comes from within and that we are in charge of. So let's now talk about sources of motivation. Now that we've talked about the two main types of motivators, it's also worth knowing the two main sources of motivation and where our motivation comes from. To keep it really simple, let's just say one source is negative and one source is positive. Think of it like this. Some people strive to avoid things because they've been conditioned to look for those negative incentives. So you could say that we're talking about away from motivators. This is you if your reasons for doing things tend to be based around cutting back, restricting, limiting or avoiding something and especially a consequence, like you're doing something so that you don't get sick or so that you don't lose your money or whatever. And this is a conserve and protect what you have sort of mentality, which is fine. But the main problem with it is that if you focus on what you don't want, you have no exciting incentive to act and no instruction on the action steps that you need to take to move forward. Let me just say that again because it's important. If you focus on what you don't want and how you don't want to be and what you're getting away from, then there is no exciting incentive to act and there is no instruction on the steps you must take to move forward. So in other words, when you think about positive motivators, it's a totally different story. Let's say that we call those toward motivators. These are the things that we define as desirable, the things that we truly want and that we would be excited to achieve. We have piles of reasons why we want those things. Positive or toward motivators are fueled by your desire, your inspiration and the promise of a specific pleasurable achievement or result. So as you can imagine, thinking of what you want is a way more compelling and in itself motivating thing than thinking about what you don't want, because the positive feels good. And as I mentioned, when you define what you want rather than what you don't, you have more clues and instructions on the affirmative steps that you need to take to get the result you want. So now let's talk about the five steps that you need to take to create motivation, and then we'll finish up with an example. Now that you have this background and understanding and you're ready to take the, four, the five steps to creating motivation, it means that you just need to do a little bit of practice. Practice them and you will create motivation as a habit. You will be in the habit of motivating yourself. Sound good? Okay, let's get started. The first step is to think of the thing that you're not doing right now but you want to do. Whether it be exercising regularly, putting yourself out there, Um, preparing healthy meals, whatever it might be. That's the first step. And then step number two is to reframe this as a positive thing that you want to do or achieve. So we're trying to create this toward motivator, so talking about what you do want rather than what you don't want. Use positive words or at least plain and factual, that is, non-emotional words. Step number three is to make sure that you've been really specific about what it is that you want and what you want to do and when and how often. So the details of the thing that you're going to do have all been nutted out. And step four is to schedule it into your diary in a time slot that is 100% not negotiable. This is important because this is the thing that ensures you will take action and then create motivation afterwards. So it's really essential that you get your diary out You write it in there and you make sure you allow enough time and consider all of the other factors that are going on in your life to absolutely 100% do that thing. Step number five is equally important because scheduling it is great, but you need to take the action. So to set yourself up for success, surround that action with positives. Start by creating a warm-up routine for the habit that's easy and enjoyable. You might visualize yourself doing this thing and feeling good about it, for example. Then you do the thing and you focus on how effective it is and how wonderful it is or what it's going to give you. And then afterwards, you celebrate the feelings of achievement and success and the results that you're going to get or that you have already gotten. So in other words, step five is about thinking positive emotions thinking positive thoughts and feeling positive feelings, that is, as you prepare, act and reflect on the thing that you've scheduled in. Here's an example. Let's say your step one is that you figured out you want to find the motivation to go to the gym. <laughs> Not so exciting for some of us. So step two is to make some more positive wording around that, to reframe that. And it could be that you decide you would rather say that you'd like to feel a sense of satisfaction and that post-exercise pump three days per week. So notice here I'm talking more about the positive feeling and the outcome than the actual activity of going to the gym. The thing that I've just spoken about could be more desirable for you. So be creative there and think about what it is that you truly want to get, feel or experience. Step number three in this example would be to allocate three time slots very specifically and check that you can commit to them 100%. And so let's say that you go, okay, I could definitely do these three gym sessions, these exercise sessions on Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5pm for an hour, including travel time. Looking at the week ahead, it's definitely possible. Step number four would be to put those time slots in your diary, and step five is to do them. But remember, step five is about creating positivity in the whole ritual. So, in the exercise example, you might be getting your clothes prepared for the week ahead, setting your alarm, rescheduling any meetings that come up at the last minute, mentally rehearsing how good you're going to feel as you do the exercise, feeling the exercise working your body and being totally on top of and satisfied with doing it and then to celebrate finishing your session and feeling that pump. In summary, as you can hear, motivation requires you to make a plan, a specific plan, and just do it. But it also requires you to think about what you do want and to create positive thoughts and feelings around the actions that you're going to take. That's a quick and easy way to create motivation. I encourage you to start practicing this now. Pick one thing each month that you're going to create motivation around and get in these habits. The people that do are going to feel far more motivated than the people that don't. So off you go and get started. Thanks for listening and I hope to see you in the next episode of the Habitology podcast. And in the meantime, if you want help to get motivated, visit melaniejwhite.com forward habitology.